As a people, we are constantly evolving, and part of what influences how we evolve are the conversations we have with ourselves and other people. Welcome to Evolution Space Chats, where we take a moment to tell our stories, to see ourselves in each other, and to grow in dealing with our daily challenges. Hello, my name is Divinity Hoji and you are on Evolution Space Chats, brought to you by Sowetan. Now, none of us know the journey of our lives and as we navigate our way, we seek to find meaning and fulfillment. The path is often paved with many challenges and obstacles along the way and we never think of the amount of pain and suffering we may go through. It is in the thick of it all that some of us find ourselves. If you're going through a tough time, this episode is for you. And today in studio with me, I have now, um, just a little bit about Unongleba. She was born in Soweto, has three siblings. She studied business administration. She's an IT graduate. She has an MBA, IT specialist and researcher. At the time that she was studying, she was a cleaner. And after graduation, she worked as a receptionist. Through all of the challenges that she faced in her life, she has started a foundation, Nabai Foundation, which is the first letter of her kids' names. Nabai is a girl and woman empowerment by women and for women who are currently going through what she went through. Hi, Nangaba. Hey, good afternoon. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well, and how are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for joining me in studio today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're going to get straight into into the conversation. I did mention that you were born in Soweto and you are one of three siblings. Can you please tell me about your, how was it growing up? What was your upbringing like? I grew up with my three sisters, my mom, and I never met my father. Mm -hmm. My mother was always at work and I was never close to my sisters. So whatever challenges that I had, it was just for me in me alone to to kind of find your way yeah through. to find my yeah mm. yeah and was there any particular reason that you're not close to your to your sisters uh i can say maybe yeah some my sisters were bullies <laughs> <laughs> were you the youngest yeah at the time because my younger sister came uh I think I was nine or ten. Mm. So while I was growing up, I was never close to the elder ones. Mm. Yeah. So you were kind of figuring things out because your mom was also a working, a working parent, mm. and which is some of the challenges that mothers even today and now every day find themselves going mm. through. Yeah. That they are the working moms and the kids are, are alone are alone at home, mm. and um, so. In your, in your knowing your father, do you think not knowing your father rather, do you think that affected you? I can say yes, cause, and this thing, uh, one of the girls wrote a letter to to her mom, 
and said, I'm doing whatever I'm doing with men because I never, I never, I was never close to my father. So I think the father figure pay, plays a role, mm. especially to us girls. You, you need that masculine yes. side. Mm. Yeah, I can say that. Yes. And how do, how would you say it, it affected you personally? What are some other things that you went through that you feel that you wouldn't have gone through if your father was around? Yeah, because the first man said, hey, I love you. Mm. <laughs> so that's when I said, oh, okay, I believe you. Let me see this love. Cause, and I can say, in like from the first boyfriend, I, he was older than me. The first boyfriend you had? Yeah, the gap was 10 years. And mm. I think I was attracted to older men <laughs> than mm. my... Mm. Because they yeah. represented yeah. a kind of father figure. Yes. Okay, and you, you were saying your first boyfriend was 10 years older, older than, than you. Yeah. And how was that relationship? Yeah, it was abusive. I could not greet another man. I was going to be beaten or that man will be beaten. Mm. Uh, I, I would not go out to mm. anywhere. At times I would say, okay, uh, okay, my mother, when I had a first born, Mm-hmm. I had to move away from home. You, my mother said, no, you cannot have kids in my house. So that's when I moved out of home. And then I would say at times to him, I'm going to visit at home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to visit my mother. Maybe I'll be back later. Mm-hmm. And then during the day, I would decide, no, I'm not going anyway. Mm-hmm. I would be beaten because of that. That you said you are going and then you, you didn't go. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and how long were you with with this with this Eleven guy? years. Yeah, that is a long time. It, it was a long time. Mm. Did you believe that the abuse was a way of him showing? Did you think it was love? Yeah, because at times I would tell my mother. My mother would say, "What did you do?" I would when go, you told her about the abuse. Yeah. I would go to the police station and the police, they say, no, that's how you'll sort this thing out. Mm. So I would, okay, meaning this is normal. uh, This is normal, yes. And how did you end up getting out of that? Uh, One day I just woke up. It was a normal day. I cleaned the way we were living Mm. and I went to the police station. I told them my story that, no, this thing is happening every weekend. I can't, like my life, <laughs> I, I cannot think for myself. Mm. It's like somebody is in charge of me. Mm. And that they, they, they took my story and went where we, le- we lived. And then we packed. Mm. My, they picked my clothes, they put in the police van. Mm. And then they dropped me at my sister's place. Mm. Yeah. And, and that was the end from then? No, it was not because... Even if I moved on with somebody else, uh, that guy was stabbed by <laughs> by my ex. So your next relationship, the person you were in a relationship with again, yeah, got stabbed by the ex. By the ex, yeah. Sure. She was hard. <laughs> and then he finally got arrested and then he stayed in prison for six months. And then, yeah, we had two kids, a boy and a girl. And how did this affect your kids? My kids, I can say, they were affected because the time of the breakup, the other one was in primary school, the other one was in the daycare. Mm. 
they are not far from each other. It's Orlando Home Crutch and AP Coma. Okay. So at times when I he will stand there next to the school or the the daycare mm. to make sure, and then we will will I'll be running away with the kids mm. next to the schools. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, and and how did you? What, what, did you ever have any conversations with them about their dad and your breakup? Yeah. And how it affected them? I think it affected the, the girl one because she still talks about it. But the boy, I'm not sure. The mm. other boy, I'm not sure how he really feels. But I, they support me. <laughs> yes. And how do you handle those conversations with your daughter? Okay. I, you know, my daughters, I like my best friend. That's when I'm I'm so open so that even if they, they face challenges that I went through or whatever, the daily challenges, mm. they, they open up to mm. me. Yeah, mm. I'm just like that. It must be very painful for you to, to know that they experienced that. Yeah, it's painful. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so then you moved, you, you broke up. With, with this boyfriend and you got into other relationships and there was a relationship where you got married? Yeah, I was married. We, I was working, yeah, I was working at Sera City Campus. That's when I met him. My, that's when I met my husband. And then, yeah, okay, it was good. I can, I, I used to call him my best friend. Mm. We, we, we shared everything. But our challenge, I can say, my in-laws mm. were... Were not happy about yeah, the relationship. No, yeah, there was a time when I, I got pregnant with Auntie Lim and my mother-in-law told me one day, said, this is my child, he will end up with me at the end of the day. Will end up with your mom-in-law? No, his son. My husband is going, oh, to, is going end to end up. up with her. Yeah. Okay. There was that time she told me that. Yeah. So basically implying that you're going to break up and yeah. the relationship was not going to last. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. It and didn't last. Yeah. It didn't. What happened? What, what what led to the divorce? What led to the divorce? Uh, I, I think she was too involved. Uh, there was a time we had a house and then I lost the job at that moment and then I came back home later that day. I told him that I lost the job, and mm. then he paid his clothes and left. You came back home and said you lost your job, and he he left. left you. Yeah, he left. <laughs> he didn't say anything. He just yeah. upped and left. When I asked, uh, "Where are you going?" He said, "You mm. know, you lost the job, so there's no need of me being here." Was he working? Yeah, was we we were working. Together. Both of you were working. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> So now he's saying what you must defend for yourself. Yeah. Did you have any children together? Yeah. Yes, you had the, the son. The we we have three. You've got, and at the time, how many children did you have together? Two. Oh, at the time, we, we, we I had Busi and Andile, so we had, okay, all in all, we had four. And so he left you with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and what did you do? Yeah, it was a, a traumatic three months, and then I moved back home. Sure, so you, you continued to stay in the house yeah. with your kids. Yeah. And then three months later, later you decided to move, to move back home. home. Yeah. yeah, that must have been tough. It was. <laughs> it was tough. And what were the things that were running through your mind during this time? Because you think you're in a relationship with someone and you love each other and you are building something together. And then they up and leave when you lose <laughs> your child. <job. laughs> 
Yeah, it, it was there was a lot going through my mind whether am I like you start it's like you start blaming yourself. Mm. Am I normal? What did where am I going wrong? Yeah, so it's like my fault and then the whole childhood thoughts mm. come oh, on you around your upbringing. Yeah, mm. yeah. Maybe I'm the one who's been wrong all along. These things happen to me. It's like I blame myself for a lot of things. Mm. Yeah. So is that when the, when you divorced, when yeah. you went back home? No, we did not divorce at that time. I, I moved back home and then, yeah, we found a way together again. I got a job again. You moved back? <laughs> <laughs> you went back to him? Yeah, we find a way back to... To each other. To, yeah, and then we stayed. Okay, great. And did you find another place to stay now? Yeah. Okay. And then... We stayed together and the kids, and then life. And then again, we I, I, I can say that it was, I don't know what was it, uh, like this week, it was him who lost this job. First, okay. Yeah. And the following week, it was me. Mm. And then we sat down and said, what are we going to do now? And said, no. When now you move back to your mother's house, I'll <laughs> move back to my mother's house. This is his suggestion yeah. now. And that's what happened. You moved back home and he moved back home. Yeah. And who took the kids? Who stayed with the kids? I stayed with the kids. Okay. And how was then the relationship if you're not staying together? And The relationship was not good because we only met when we are at church. So you, you fellowshiped at the same yeah, church? Yeah, And then, yeah, we... Uh, we st- we tried to hold on to the marriage until it was three years later, and I said, "No, it's not working. We can't." And what the, what is the lesson that we are teaching our kids? Mm. Yeah, that's when I decided, "No, let's divorce." Okay. Yeah. So you decided that you want yeah, to, and I how did he take that? He was surprised that uh, I betrayed him, meaning that I did not <laughs> love him enough. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, then we got divorced. Yeah, okay. And 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 having been people that were going to the same church, was well, how was that received? Was that received in any particular way by the community that you were already part of? Uh, the church, uh, there were people who were suggesting that uh, what we are doing, guys, it's wrong. Mm. They suggest that we are going to pay you a rent. We'll we'll do this for you as long as that we are together because. God blesses. Is they they used to quote a Bible that the God said the man will leave his mother and mm. find a wife. So they used to tell us those stories. But, but this man was not leaving his mother. Yeah, this is, yeah. Till today, he, stays, he still stays with the mother. Even today. today. Even today. Yeah. Even today. <laughs> yeah. So you just stood your ground at that time and yeah. said this is actually not working yeah, it's out. Not going to work because we used to ask for money for rent from mm. the mom, groceries. Yeah, it was not nice. And how did you pick up your life then from there? Okay, my friend. I can say my friend is God because mm. whatever that I'm going through, I I ask him, Lord, what is it now? Mm. Yeah, and. Uh, I'll get the answer. Mm, <laughs> Even mm, though uh, mm. people who say, yeah, I want to, people they like to say, people they like to claim that they have a conversation with God. But mm. I, I can say I do. You, you <laughs> <laughs> I do. Because yes. I, I do get answers. Though you, you won't be 
there is that answer that you get within mm, yourself. Mm. Yeah. That says go this way now yeah. and go that way. Yeah. So um you were without a job, you've got your kids, you are staying at your at home. Yeah. <laughs> and how are you feeling at this point and how do you do you find your your way again, your independence again? Yeah, being at home with siblings, with kids, it, mm. it was not nice. It was not nice. Um, my mother, you, you like there, there are there are moments that you you struggle, but at times I wouldn't blame my family. I wouldn't blame. I think it was a a journey that I have to go through because my mother used to live and go stay with my other sisters. And then I will be alone with the kids at home, unemployed, have to figure out what are we going to what eat. What are we going to eat now? <laughs> you know, there were times that I remember when Christmas we were eating vegetables. You remember uh, the food lovers used to yes. buy. I used to buy those. Which mm. okay. You know covered. you are sorted. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was not easy. And then, okay, at church, um, my pastor said you should start a business mm. and then that's when I, I, the idea of a business came okay i started selling perfumes i started yeah going to the markets car perfumes mm. uh, yeah and then i went through tendering i was painting schools mm. sleeping with the guys you know it was it, it was for me. It was fun because it was something else, another so something w- different. Yeah, and some some women would say, "No, Mina, I'm not going to do that." Mm. But for me, it, it was I I learned like how other people lived. Mm. Yeah, and then 2019, I got like I I did a part of nursing. I didn't finish though. Okay. Yeah, and that's when the idea of a foundation came but it was the idea i would just jot the the vision down and then to something that will be there i remember one time my sister would say or oh, I, I was when i jot it down i would send my kids good it go to the internet for them to type it and print it my sister once said hey, no she's not going to do that she mm. will do it under the water sure and I said, and that's where that again that motivated me and said, okay, we'll see which water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. And yeah, the uh, 2019, I got sick. Uh, I had a stroke. So while you were you were in the hustling yeah, business hustling, and trying to yeah to make sh- ends meet yeah. for your family, yeah, um, you 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 got a stroke. Yeah, I got a stroke. And then I can say I ran it because they were admitting me from the, at the hospital. Mm. So I can say I ran away from the hospital. <laughs> 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 what were you thinking? <laughs> uh, I was thinking about my kids. Why? Because at that moment, it was just us at home. There was no, my mother was not there. My sisters were not there. Mm. So it's, it's me and the kids. And it was October. They're writing their exams. Mm. So... For me, being away, it will be more stress to them mm. than me. So I decided, no. I called them. We called a, an Uber. It took me back at home. And I was praying every day. Mm. I pleaded with God and said, Lord, my purpose, I haven't fulfilled my purpose. 
I have the journey that I have to fulfill. I have to tell my story. I have those girls who will need somebody to talk to because mm. I'm that person that they have to relate to. Mm. Yeah. And then I, I got better. Even my mother was not aware that I once had a stroke. Mm. Yeah, they never... Then I recovered. So you recovered on your own? On my in, own. In, essentially? Yeah. Me and God. Yeah, so yeah. your faith has played like a yeah, a big role. Yeah, God in your journey. <laughs> yeah. And there was never was there was then ever a time where you didn't you questioned God and didn't understand why you were going through everything that you were going through. Have you always been this strong and so No, I do I do question him at times even today. <laughs> I mm. do question God, Lord, why are you doing this? Why like you can you, like even if uh, a project or or a job, mm. some you can go to an interview and get it right one time. But for me, I have to go <laughs> do it three times maybe, mm. so to get it right. And I still have that question with God to say why I have to work hard three times more than other people. Mm. Yeah, but that has not that no. has not discouraged you. Yeah, it doesn't. Mm. So I, I believe that whatever I'm going through, God is making me stronger mm. for another woman who will be facing because that, that's how, yeah. So then when, so you were saying that you were hustling your way through life, yeah. trying to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. You had this idea, this business idea, and you get a stroke. It, 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 all, it still motivates me. <laughs> all through this. So when do you now start this the the business and what was that idea? Okay, 2018. That's when I started. Like the idea of Napai Foundation is, uh, as mothers, we work like you. Uh, I normally make the example of pick and pay. You you wake up, go to work at six. Maybe you have to be at work at eight or seven, mm. and then they close at eight again mm. so you never have time for your kids you don't know what they're getting raped mm. they're being bullied they they come across all these things during the day mm. and when i'm uh, as a mom you are not there you come from work we are tired already already maybe the the girl is already went to bed mm. and in the morning you wake up again you path you go to work without having that conversation mm. not knowing what happened during the day is it becomes a routine and maybe when you are off you you do the laundry you have mm. to run some trying errands. to catch up with yeah. all the things you are not yeah. able to do so a child's like nae is become comfortable in a situation mm. with, okay i do understand my mama does this mm. and meaning that i have to uh, face my problems yeah mm. so what so what does the organization what does napai foundation do okay napai foundation the girls they come from school we it's like a mentorship we okay, okay let's talk about what how was your day mm. they tell me about their day we do homeworks we mm. do art we do ballroom dancing mm. poetry yeah mm. well so that they've got a safe space yeah they can come home to yeah, when they, they come back from to, school to come to this crazy they call me crazy mom because <laughs> <laughs> i basically <laughs> talk about everything i don't want to leave something behind mm. and somebody else is going to talk 
to face that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I remember when I was reading your bio earlier, you, the name of the foundation Abai, it's actually an acronym of the first letters of your kids' names. Yes. How, what inspired that? And what are your kids' names? Uh, uh, my kids' names is Ndogozo, yes. Amanda, Busisiwe, mm. Angela, and Isaka. That is beautiful. <laughs> what inspired you to... Uh, they are my rock. Mm. They make me, like, as I wake up every day, they push me to to be a better person. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's actually so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, everything that you went through and you basically found purpose in, in your pain because yes. what you're now providing these young girls mm-hmm. is something that you lacked in yes. your yeah that's what I growing needed. up and in yeah. your foundation yes. and with with the, as a country as women we are living in dangerous and difficult times there's gender based violence yes. and the statistics and the numbers mm-hmm. are rising yeah. by the day mm-hmm. and there's this question that people like to ask that if someone has been killed by their partner or beaten up um, and people ask, why did they stay? Why didn't they leave? Mm-hmm. And with being someone who's actually been through that situation, what what would you say to the, to the people that are asking that Ushalele. question? Yeah. For me, I, I can say I was scared. Mm-hmm. I was scared of him. And... What will be my next if uh, I leave him? Mm-hmm. Those are the questions I think we go through. And then, and there's that thing, what will people say? Um, you get scared. Like uh, the, after the relationship, what I experienced, maybe it was, I was scared because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You thought that something like that would happen. happen. And it it did happen. It actually did happen. And what would you say to women that are in those situations, that are in relationships that are abusive, and they're struggling to actually get up, and they're struggling to get out, and they don't know what to do? I think the awareness is, is too much. They can look for help. Mm. I know the police station is something that you cannot, but there are organizations. Because you went to the police station yeah. a number of times. Exactly. And you were told that this is going to pass yeah. and you must just go. Mm. Yeah. There are organizations that can help. Mm. Yeah, there are organizations. Because Ghana is hard, especially when the man is the one who provides. Mm. You'll say what are my kids are going to eat, what what like you have a lot of words. Mm-hmm. But like my dream is to provide skills development mm-hmm. for, for women so that they can fall back and let's let's learn to do nails, let's learn to do wigs. Mm, find a skill. Yeah, find a skill so that even if you leave you'll know what Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, and then you, the, the premise that we've based this podcast on is really holding up space, holding up space for women to be able um, to tell their stories, for people to be able to say that this is what I've gone through. I was able to come out of it. Mm-hmm. And so we hold up space in, in that way. 
and the police that accompanied you eventually yeah. on that day were able to hold up space for mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. helped you to go get your things yeah. and, and move out of mm-hmm. of that of that situation. Mm-hmm. How and you are holding up space even for the women and yeah. the young girls oh, that yeah. currently are assisted by Nabai Foundation. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the concept of holding up space? Um, how d- important do you think it is? And just as a community, how can we hold up space better? How can we be a better safe space for people going through difficult situations? I think we need more centers. Like for me, my vision is to have a a bigger place, maybe a home, because for now I'm working from a hall and okay. it's a public hall. Uh, to have a, a space where, like, the, I ha- I do have girls at, at their home, maybe they are selling alcohol, tab- mm. it's a tavern, and they would be harassed by men, obviously, when they're drunk, they'll be touching them, and they will not want to go back home. So just maybe, and at that time, it's 7 o'clock, mm. but I don't want to go back home. Mm. So I, I need that space where they will feel comfortable to come back mm-hmm. and said if she wants to stay a weekend okay let's stay yes. be there for weekend if she wants to be in a study break mm. for for a week to have that peaceful space mm. to study yeah so you'd say that we need more centers yeah we, we need, need more place safe spaces yeah, safe spaces yeah okay otherwise thank you for your courage Thank you for being able to stand up for yourself. Because in standing up for yourself, you've actually stood up for the young girls and women mm-hmm. that you help in your foundation. Mm-hmm. If you did, if you weren't able to leave the abusive situations, if you didn't pick up your life and study further, if you didn't do all the things that mm-hmm. you did, if you didn't hustle <laughs> and, and, and try to do different things, you wouldn't um you wouldn't have been able to then be here yeah. for them to to have a place that they can go to, a person that they can speak to. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for the courage that you've had um, you. in your journey. I think your story is amazing. I think you are an amazing person. <laughs> thank you. And you're going to go far and the foundation is going to grow and we are going to support it as much as we can and make sure that it's, it, it succeeds in its mission, you Thank know. You so and much. It, it, there's not just one uh, Nabai Foundation Center. There's yeah. many yeah. Nabai yeah. Foundation, and you've, you're leaving a legacy. You're leaving a legacy that will that will never be erased. So thank you very they, much. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to catch this podcast on Sowetan Live, as well as your favorite podcast platform. Till next week. Be part of our community and follow us on our social media platforms. Till we meet again next week. Magudete obumyama kuvele ukukanya. Love and light. Evolution is the key to breaking the cycle of the norm.